Coronavirus is the biggest threat this country has faced for decades. We're seeing the devastating impact of this invisible killer. There will come a moment when no health service in the world could possibly cope because there won't be enough ventilators, enough intensive care beds, enough doctors and nurses. That is the moment of real danger. The new variant is out of control and we need to bring it under control and this news about the new variant has been a uh, an incredibly difficult end to, frankly, an awful year. And it's important for everybody to act, essentially act like they might have the virus. And that's the way that we can control it together. The way ahead is hard. And it is still true that many lives will sadly be lost. Our advisory group on new and emerging respiratory virus threats, NERVTAG, has spent the last few days analysing this new variant. It may be up to 70% more transmissible than the old variant, the original version of the disease. You, you might be infectious and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Assume you might be infectious, assume you might be infectious and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Today, the United Kingdom's chief medical officers have advised that the country should move to alert level five, meaning that uh, if action is not taken, NHS capacity may be overwhelmed within 21 days. And it's going to spread further. And I, I must level with you, level with the, the British public. Um, more families, uh, many more families are going to lose loved ones before their time. Your colleague on stage, John Edmonds, has just sent me a statement saying that as far as he's concerned, this is the worst moment of the epidemic because of the extraordinary inf infectivity of this new strain. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, this is a horrible moment, for sure. I to say, I'm really sorry to hear about your two relatives who died from this virus. I mean, it is a very dangerous virus uh, for many people. We're looking to move to a different regime, so as we come to the fourth step, we will change the basic tools that we have used to control human behaviour.
the reading that law line. I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. They are, in a group they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. Just thinking uh, to myself, uh, I'm going to get myself banned in France. Uh, I haven't been already. Can we, uh, are we, are we allowed, are we allowed to say jihad, jihad, jihad anymore? It's probably not in Paris, that's for sure. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll take a look at France and uh, see what's going on there and uh, a few, few other morsels. Because the duck's got a long review that he's trying to finish, which of course is the uh, well, the similarities and differences between Parkinson's and CJD, uh, the various iterations of it. Uh, Sacre bleu. <laughs> it's it's yeah. So I stopped it up to it feels it feels a while since I streamed. I tried to stream yesterday. Uh, the internet was off. Uh, my fault. Uh, not the. Uh, not the infrastructure, I'm afraid. So that was uh, a pain in the ass. Now, like I say, it can be, uh, what should we say, heavenly. Heavenly living in Japan because uh, it's a nice homogeneous society. There's no need for uh, cameras and uh, whatever other surveillance that they force on you, uh, particularly if you're a Europoid uh, member. Um, but it's coming to the U.S. obviously, and now, now we all, we all just stupidly carry round the surveillance with us, and that's one story 
we're going to be taking a look at as uh, it appears that France. Uh, well, what it, it, any any regime they can they can drape themselves in the uh, <laughs> the tattered threads of uh, liberal democracy and a rules based uh, order, but um, when when push comes to shove. Uh, they'll switch to totalitarian tactics like that, and um, we we have nary uh, nary a chance for recourse uh, in today's day and age. Where before, well, I were a lad, you could go and get your uh, pitchfork and torch and uh, go sort out the uh, local local baron. Uh, let's see, the Roblox time limit was yes. <laughs> Yes, and uh, it was a struggle just to get going for the stream today. The kids are off school. It's balls hot. And um, the... Uh, just, it, again, it's my... It's my shit that I have to deal with. I get, you know, I've got old ACs and what have you. And um, I hadn't... I knew, I knew one had been leaking. And uh, I'm like, oh, I've got that on my list of jobs to do and um it it had gotten so bad it just it soaked the kids room and everything on the floor and it's just uh it's, it's not a difficult job it's just a dirty job right the the overflow ac will make water right it's sort of cooling shit down gets jammed up with some sort of <laughs> I can say it. I've got the meme ready, like a like a gelatinous biofilm, and the only way to get it out and not not push it further up into the into the AC unit is to literally grab hold of the end of the dirty dirty pipe, and the dog has to suck that shit out, and um, it's an unpleasant task. But um, <laughs> just I'd put it on my list. Oh yeah, do that thing. And uh, I haven't. Uh, well, I've done it now, obviously. But um, you know, the, all these all these little niggles in my life. Uh, uh, you barely know the pain, the pain that I have to go through just uh, just to subsume an existence uh, in the little ecological niche that I've uh, I've I've carved out here. Uh, Shogun Rikasu is uh, on the mend. I saw him. I speak to him a lot. Oh, he had an interesting discussion yesterday with with gentleman uh, from Germany, and um, I'm, I don't want to say too much uh, at this point. But um, the well, Charles and my, Charles and myself will be speaking, I should say, to a um, larger group of doctors. And you know, the point being that we have to uh, we have to. Relay relay the point that not everything falls. Not everything is about vaccines right now. There's there's the issue around um, bio warfare agents, capacities, etc. And uh, so we'll be we'll be doing that. Um, dirty job as dirty as turtle poop on a shower wall. Uh, given the choice, given the choice, um, I'd take cleaning out the AC. That's a quicker task. It's just the, <laughs> it's just you know, it's it's the mental block. I've got to pick that pipe out, and and you know, it's fucking forty odd years old, and 
you know whatever that whatever that gelatinous mass is that um comes out of it i'm sure it's not good for me i'm sure it's loaded with bacteria and um single-celled organisms that are <laughs> would want to do me a mischief uh were i not to rapidly flush out my mouth um but uh yeah it's, it's both are dirty jobs i can say and uh, <laughs> you know you don't want to be in my place <laughs> If you've got functioning AC, be thankful that uh, you don't have to get out there and uh, suck on it like a uh, two-bit dollar whore, as they say. Uh, will the presentation be streamed? Yes, yes, of course. Of course it will. And so um, I said to Commander Rikisu that uh, I'll fix the trampoline today. I could use his help, but ah, I got up late. The kids, kids home. And, you know, I'm expecting at any moment now the power to go off uh, as per usual. So if if I get cut off, I'll try to get back on stream. So um, just just bear with me. Uh, I've got the <laughs> befriend your nearest HVAC man, folks. Yeah, look, they're not that complicated. It's just when they get old. They just they just you've got to clean them regularly. And um, I don't know that all the other ACs don't have this problem it's just this one it's a different brand it's such don't buy toshiba uh ac that's what i can tell and um they seem to uh get a coat hang it's too far up it's too i've tried everything now i thought about uh like squirting high pressure water up there but i'm i'm concerned about backwash into the ac unit that's my concern and I, I don't know like suction does it pulls it out and um just you know <laughs> if the doc uh, goes down with a case of cholera you uh you know why uh let's see um i use shop vac uh too often that globby biomass stuff is nasty yeah it well you know it's just water up there right and I don't. I don't know what. I could. I should. I should grab some and look at it under a microscope, and uh, that will force me to use uh, some type of suction device. But I've got suction pumps. I should rig it up so they can be used. It's, it's, it's all on me. It's all on me. You're, you're just suffering with uh, Doc McCann's lazy ass summer mode. It's. It's literally. <laughs> I can't go outside. It's too fucking hot. It's too fucking hot inside the house. So gotta gotta cherish these ACs. Um probably a mix of fungus and bacteria. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um but you know we eat fungus and bacteria all the time. Um <laughs> how about fat Angie? Uh she could suck some, I'm sure. I'm sure. Anyway, I'm uh, prattling on and uh, I should uh, get into the, uh, the 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 meat and potatoes of today's stream, so we can get through it because the review is long. Um, Legionnaires' disease is no fun. I know, I know, but um, look, stop scaring me. <laughs> All right, uh, shout out to Good Doggy for this one. OG biofilm uh, hashtag. Uh, Fat Peter. Uh, yes, Peter Dayzak, the OG biofilm. 
Uh, all right, and for those in here, wondered in and wondering, uh, why are you why are you listening to this strange man with this uh, rather feigned Cockney accent? It's uh, because I am a legit scientist. Oh, and I'm not on the screen. Let me fix that one second. But uh, behind my screen, you saw that I've got all metrics and stuff for speaking towards the science. And the most important thing, of course, is uh, the housekeeping. Uh, keep the stream online so i can keep going and uh fighting against what is essentially institutionalized tyranny that is it's not going to stop uh they think that they've got a um how should we say a silver bullet catchall to for all you plebs all you untermensch you lump and malcontents they will uh they they are going to uh, use and abuse the scientific process and the medical systems to uh, make sure that uh, you you conform. And uh, what what will that confirmation look like? Well, likely what they're telling you, right? Which is uh, you shall own nothing, and uh, in their eyes, uh, you'll be happy. Um, I don't think that's the case, but um, of course I will remind people that uh, WTYL.live tip jar link, uh, if you go there now, um, that is uh, PayPal enabled as well. So you can use your usury cards and uh, your PayPal accounts to send shekels to keep the dock in the game. And uh, yes, the little ones fed, Marines uh, sheltered the, uh, the whole gamut. And let's uh let us move oh, i haven't fixed the streaming on it's not up to me to fix it where's our tax evading blick when you need him he should fix the streaming what pay him for so uh yes of course uh pay tax evading blicks as well uh let's see um why am i being shown uh amyotrophic lateral sclerosis link from saint nick it's nick so i have to take a look what is this? Um, ALS. Well, uh, is there is there something I'm supposed to be getting from this? This is just a description of the um, weaknesses. But uh, trouble walking or doing usual daily activities. <laughs> what can I say? Um, don't we all have a bit of ALS? going on in our lives all right um medical medical oddities uh, aside let's let's delve into uh, the latest and greatest uh, of course um when their when their plans haven't gone uh, as well as they were anticipating which i don't think they have uh, you can be sure that they're gonna uh, try the trusted uh, old-fashioned it's all my zooms are messed up but uh latest from the uk ministry of defense how God, the illegal and unprovoked invasion of Ukraine is continuing. Now, um, of course, I have to speak about Ukraine because um, I want to uh, talk about uh, the Zaporozhia. That's how you pronounce it. Um, too, many, too many consonants, not enough vowels, my Slavic friends. But um, there is, uh, it does appear to me that, well, how should we put this? Look, in... in <laughs> In a timeline where in nary the last two years we've seen NATO 
I guess, because I, I, I don't think I don't think Ukrainians did it. Um, blowing up uh, pipelines, uh, releasing more methane gas than any any of the climate change alarmists would uh, would would dare dare to hope for, coom for. But um, there is again, this is just my assessment of the situation. I'm not a military person, but I try to watch both uh both sides of the data feeds and i would say right now is the closest i've seen like you've we've heard accusations of sort of human waves uh being used and i'm seeing human waves coming from the ukrainian side they're fighting very very hard bless them um but <laughs> <laughs> the first world war tactics against modern battlefield weapons is not it's not working out so well and i i would say the momentum is with the russians and in that respect and the fact that we've watched pipelines of course who can forget the uh, the the dam the kramatorsk is that how you say it dam getting blown up um what what other cards do they have up their sleeves? And of course, we should keep in mind uh, gaslight in Gilligan's or Johnny's um, uh, warnings that uh, they will use nuclear disaster to batten down the hatches with respect to establishing their twenty first century uh, fascist regimes, and the. That's what the airwaves have been filled with with the last few days. But what's been hiding behind that, and I haven't heard reported on very, very much, is this, that um, NATO dashes Kiev's hopes. Top officer says Ukraine won't get fighter jets for this counteroffensive. Now, I'm presuming... I'm presuming that you know they want to you know they want to feign the pretense of oh god we we tried everything uh before uh before escalating uh, a step further and i i guess allowing ukrainians to get mown down uh incessantly is <laughs> is good feed for the virtue flag waivers i guess is, is how I, I'm looking at this, and there's not really a video, but uh, it's just Hindustan times with some music and pictures of F-16s doing what F-16s do, um, fly around and bomb shit. Um, a senior admiral in NATO military committee said Ukraine won't receive F-16 fighter jets until the counteroffensive is complete. He also said that no training will be given to the pilots before the offensive. This comes after Ukraine earlier acknowledged that its pilots training for F-16s had not begun yet. Watch the video to know more. Eh, I'd rather watch the Bollywood bitch, but... Um, mm. <laughs> Those uh, those subcontinents, they can uh, they if you don't mind uh, the dark swarthy types, they can spit out some lookers. She's got uh, she's got some curves on her. What can I say? But yeah, uh, someone's gonna tell me that's a dude. And uh, <laughs> it's the world we live in. Lou Gehrig's disease related to air conditioners. Fuck that noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the Lou Gehrig's disease. Other than boiling, 
boiling my balls off. Uh, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> all of you in the chat, shut it. Shut it about ACs. I wish I hadn't brought it up. But uh, anyway, let's get into uh, the, um, of course, uh, you know, the, the street that all the tabs I had for yesterday's stream already a little dated. But um, on July 4th, uh, Zelensky thanks US for unwavering support. And we're going to have a look a bit more at that support uh, in a minute. Uh, do I have to... Uh, Brave gain independence and only the best of the brave are able to pass the freedom from generation to generation. Uh, except, uh, I'll say it. Um, the Jew. They don't do much of that, uh, what should we say, trench warfare and uh, slugging and crawling over <laughs> dismembered. It's not teammates, platoon mates, I guess. But they sure do like stoking it up and, uh, you know, rubbing their hands in the uh, in the profits. And this is, I don't know, I can't listen to this man very much. But, uh, of course, you know, there, there he is, America, on your day, your holiday of uh, independence, your, uh, your escape from outside the tyranny of the Blue Bloods, and it again the Jew. Um, you've got one thrust in your face on your holiday um, asking for more more blood and treasure and if I think if I was American you know what my reaction would have been it would have been like I don't know it must have been like 20 years ago now when uh, Channel 4 news on uh, Christmas Day they used to they would have like it's a UK tradition on on the airwaves, I guess. The, the the king or queen would give a Christmas speech, Christmas Day speech, to rally the troops and proles around the crown. <laughs> and I remember one Christmas, they put some Burkard Hamilton hacky on, and I was I was fucking livid, livid. I tell you, but um. You know, time goes on and, you know, as I look at the mess that uh, Europe has become, um, I can't help, I can't help but just think, oh, back to, back to strong horse on this one. Um, <laughs> 20 seconds more of uh, Zelensky despoiling July 4th. Ah, I'll skip that and we'll get to the important part, which is about the, um, the, the, claims and counterclaims i guess that are being made right now and um this this one i'll play so uh now we have well, i'll play it rather than me speaking it means i can uh, i can play it and vape instead and hopefully you can see that on the screen and for those that's listening i will pause and uh, give a summary Щойно завершив розмову з паном президентом Франції Макроном. І це вже Just to start. I've just finished a conversation with uh, Macron in France. And yeah, that's really a country you want to be relying on uh, in these troubled times. <laughs> speaking Speaking of France, uh, France has come to the United States. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> you can see that on my screen. Oh, no! What the fuck? <laughs> yeah! Uh, that would be Somalians uh, greeting the <laughs> the Rosas there. Um, <laughs> now look, when we were kids, we did fucking stupid shit with fireworks. Now I, I wish we had like those bazooka types. <laughs> so big we were we were lucky to get an air bomb we were happy with one of those um but <laughs> yeah the channel for alternative x switch usually left wing yeah you've uh, i've yet to see i've yet to see nick griffin give the alternative speech um but uh anyway back to back to zelensky uh pleading with uh, uh macron uh let's see Third international negotiations today. Okay. I wonder if the other ones include uh, Greta Thunberg. He is our defense, the frontline weapons. So again, of course, uh, more more pleas for weapons. No, uh, no overtures to peace. Um, no, no... <laughs> Wow, how many times do you, we have to sit and watch this madness? I, I don't know. Missiles and tanks have begun to arrive, um, but not, not F-16s. Um, better, better to... Uh, Chew up more, uh, more Slavic families uh, before the F-16s can arrive. Танки, але звичайно говорили сьогодні про більш стратегічні речі, про те, яким буде безпековий фундамент Європи після цієї війни і нашої перемоги, щоб мир настав швидше і був тривалим, чесним, справжнім. Російське зло повинно бачити яку межу для амбіцій Кремля. Встановимо ми, саме ми, усі вільні європейські нації, усі в нашій Євроатлантичній спільноті, а не російські терористи та будь-які їхні шантажі та агресії. Ми щодня додаємо змісту саміту НАТО, який відбудеться у вільнісі в they're talking talking about obviously the NATO summit that will be taking place next week, where probably they will agree on uh, extra extra um well escalation of course uh, of course the fighters coming of course the fighters will be using bases outside of ukraine and then the russians will escalate accordingly вже наступного тижня я вдячний усім нашим партнерам які працюють разом з нами на посилення альянсу а отже на безпеку в європі реальну безпеку Сьогодні в розмовах yeah, you, know what, you know what brings real security? Peace treaties and uh, trade agreements uh, all that's got ripped up Президентом Франції з прем'єр-міністром Швеції та з генсеком НАТО скоординували наші кроки перед Вільнюсом провів і кілька нарад з урядовцями та нашою командою міжнародників офісу щодо підготовки до зовнішньополітичних заходів, які відбудуться найближчим часом. Дуже важливо, що до ситуації на Запорізькій, 
атомной станции. Сейчас весь світ має бути свідомий того, що спі. Now, um, as he's talking about the Zaporozhye nuclear plan and uh, him saying the whole world must now realize that common security depends, of course, on its uh, it staying intact. And again, who has the motivation to uh, take out the power plant? Who's shown that they're willing to break all treaties and understandings that we had in place and take out critical infrastructure? I haven't said I haven't I don't think it's been the Ruskies in this particular instance I don't I, I, please please someone convince me that that's not the case that uh, Ivan was there planting Semtex on his pipelines and uh, shelling the dam uh, <laughs> I don't, that, that's no there's no strategic benefit for them and it just backs them further and further into a corner and this <laughs> wow Am I ready for a radioactive tan? Look, I'll say this to folks. Um, anything that they can do to that power plant, it's been shut down already. Okay? Uh, the Russians made sure of that. It's been deactivated. The International, whatever it is, Atomic Energy Commission is in there. They have not uh, not confirmed any of the... I hate the word, but scuttlebutt that the uh, the NATO is pushing everywhere. And you know, I was I was here during uh, Fukushima. Um, I'm still alright. I still managed to have kids. Um, there's still people that live around, uh, you know, close to the plant. And um, I don't think it could be any worse than that. Is it? Would it amount to a Chernobyl? Like the the reactors have to melt down, and we know the reactors melted down at Fukushima. We know they melted down at um, Chernobyl. I don't think the Zaporozhye plant will melt down. I, I, I don't, unless unless I'm not understanding the physics. Now, could they? Could they, of course, fire in explosives and leak a plume of radioactive uh, materials into the atmosphere? Yes. Yes, I think they could, but a, a catastrophic run, runaway meltdown, I don't think that's on the cards right now. So keep, keep that in mind. Спільна безпека повністю залежить від глобальної уваги до дій окупантів на станції. Росія повинна чітко усвідомлювати, світ бачить, до яких сценаріїв готуються терористи. І світ готовий реагувати. There's, there's the threat, right? So something happens to those power stations and this drags the US in NATO into this conflict. And look, I, he, he's droning on with look, it's kind of old news now what's what's happening around Zaporozhye. But this, um, you know, this comes from I want to say this was a week or two before, but uh, this is a posted yesterday just as a reminder of the types of people that we're dealing with and of course let me let me remind you that this was the man who was there with uh ah, what's what's his mccain and <laughs> was there in 2014 with literally the roman salute in azov battalion and i've said look man whatever they want to do in their own country is up to them but when when we go round, uh how should we say uh, enabling um, them and uh, dragging all of us into their uh, 
heinous uh, plans, then you know it needs calling out. So let's I'll speed this up just to spare the the, the punishment somewhat. We're introducing a resolution today, since the Senate resolution that says he comes off as a closet homo to me. I can hear the inflection in his voice. Uh, this is someone who secretly goes and gets his uh, bonus hole stretched, I can assure you. That if Russia or Belarus, or a proxy of Russia, explodes a nuclear device inside of Ukraine to um, stop the... <laughs> who's the... Who's Skeletor standing next to him? Who's that? <laughs> Let him with his little fucking typing. Oh, dear Americans. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Or offensive, or to try to break the will of the Ukrainian people. Such an attack should be considered... <laughs> Is that him? Is that him uh, sending? Uh, oh yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna fucking get it, sunshine. What's that about? Punching his, punching his hand. Um, let's see. They don't even need to destroy the ZPP for the false flag. They've got radiation detecting planes being sent there, and we'll use line goes up as proof. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, for sure, for sure an attack on NATO itself. We're of the belief that a nuclear weapon <clears throat> unleashed in Ukraine would irradiate large portions of Europe where we have NATO allies. And why are we doing this? President Biden says threat of <laughs> What the fuck? Biden says threat of Putin using tactical nuclear weapons is real. Well, you know, the same applies for the other side. But this is this is up there with Netanyahu's uh, cartoon bomb and talking about Ukrainians. <laughs> Not quite as bad, but getting close. Using tactical nuclear weapons is real. And you, that's like the 20th story down. So with a sense of urgency, we're urging our colleagues here to get serious about what could happen in Ukraine. Moving the tactical nuclear weapons out of Russia to... Do you see his uh, trained... Uh... Oh, fuck! Fuck, but... I don't know, hopefully I'm still streaming. Still streaming, still streaming, but that was the power going out. Wait, 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 folks. Just one second. Somewhat okay. Let me just check here. Are we still streaming? Are we still streaming? Rumble good. Uh, 
All right, just let me get the there's things I need to restart and what have you. So bear, bear with me. Obviously, the camera, the hit. Oh, come here. Oh, it's fucking hot as balls in here already. Still, are we still? Fifty uh. percent, Captain. Shields at fifty percent. Uh all right, I'm presuming I'm streaming. It's it says live. Oh we've got hundred and fifty people watching. God damn it. We're back still. Alright, bear with me. And uh I've got to go and Shields sort. at fifty percent, Captain. I oh, shut up. Oh God! Everything's starting back up. <sighs> well, whilst I'll just let this Belarus was unnerving, and I think very provocative. The counteroffensive is wait, 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 wait. What? What? What about Belarus? And you, and oh, moving Ukraine. nukes to Belarus. Moving the tactical nuclear weapons out of Russia to Belarus was unnerving, and I think very provocative. The counteroffensive is moving slowly but steadily they're looking for a break they will commit the forces that have been trained uh, by the west six or eight uh, regiments thousands of well-trained well equipped forces will be put into the battle when they can exploit an opportunity so the ukrainians are patient russia has fortified their defensive positions they've mined the whole country they've been committing war crimes on steroids very <laughs> Bit of two coquo argumentation there. <laughs> Lady Lindsay likes to talk to. Her. It sounds like it sounds like a woolly wooster left hooker. There's a uh... very abusive uh, war being waged by Putin. But we're here to talk about something nobody else seems to want to talk about. I applaud President Biden for putting on the table that the threat of Putin using a nuclear weapon in Ukraine is real. And our message is to those around Putin that if you do this, Hang if you follow second. his order, if he ever gives it, you can expect a massive response from NATO and you will be at war with NATO. I can't believe that NATO nations would allow their countries to be irradiated by a nuclear attack emanating in Ukraine, not, not to consider that attack on the uh, neighboring country and NATO writ large. So as we go into the 4th of July holiday, people are going to do things at home. They're going to meet with their constituents. They're going to travel. Uh, Senator Blumenthal and I want to put everybody in this body and this Congress on notice that the threat of a use of a nuclear device by Russia is real. And the best way to deter it is to give them clarity to the Russians as to what happens if they do that. They will be in a war with NATO. Putin could be tempted to use a tactical nuclear weapon. Who is this? Who is this skeletal looking motherfucker? Uh, I know I asked, uh, let's see, sent some Ethereum coins, uh, let me see, 
Um, thank you, thank you for sending some Ethereum. Much, much appreciated. Uh, let me just see if there's been any other donos whilst... Uh, or, on just as likely, tried to destroy the main nuclear power plant. Both actions would have dire consequences for the health of Ukraine, but also surrounding NATO nations. Poland is at immediate risk. If the use of tactical nuclear weapons or destruction of a nuclear power plant causes radiation to spread, as almost certainly it would, causing significant human harm. This is not a kind of reckless or panicky... <laughs> so, uh, it's a K26R Blumenthal. Uh, color me, color me, not fucking surprised. Um, just... Just let me add that in there. You know they always, always come through. The resolution, it's based on fact and science, and it is meant to send... A uh, he's, he's got that inflection too. He likes his bonus hole stretch. ...message to Vladimir Putin, and even more directly to his military. They will be destroyed. They will be eviscerated if they use tacti tactical nuclear weapons, or if they destroy a nuclear plant in a way that threatens surrounding NATO nations. Article 5 is there for a reason. It doesn't protect only against a specific soldier crossing a boundary, but harm to our NATO allies triggers our obligation. How, how fucking convenient. <laughs> how fucking convenient. I'm telling you folks, unless you get out on the streets and say not in your name, uh, you get what's coming to you. And well, well... <laughs> Am I, am I out there on the streets? No. no. I'm just sitting here dumbfounded like the rest of you. This is fucking bananas, man. When it comes from a hostile force, as would happen if there were radiation that spread, causing significant harm to human life. All right. All right. Now, now looking at this, why, why would they be pushing this line? So by saying that they're going to enact article 5 what that does is it forces russia to put more forces around the zaporozhia plant uh, commit re more resources more um, air defense etc and potentially that could be used to weaken the uh, the front line elsewhere and you know the uh, the ukrainians are going hell for leather around the villages surrounding Bakhmut, they're trying to get the high ground, and maybe this is a feint and play in that direction. I don't know, but um, these fucking cocksuckers just need to uh, pipe pipe down and knock it off with all the uh, all, all the bellicose escalation. And you know, why am, why am I not surprised? There's the K26R element here. What can I say? The funniest part is the head of the IAEI, or whatever it's called. I no, that's not what it's called. Uh, International Atomic Energy Commission, IAEC. Uh, yeah, they've said this. No, they haven't put explosives anywhere, right? They've they've literally they're literally at the point where it, it's it's like the run up to the Gulf Wars. Right, where you had, uh, what's his name, Ritter, Scott Ritter, <laughs> everywhere saying, 
<laughs> Look, we can't really find uh, these massive stockpiles of biological agents that we gave them <laughs> as they were shipped off on those Antonovs to Ukraine. Um, the, the, you see where this is going, but the the brinkmanship and uh, is ridiculous and. I can't believe they had a picture. Well, it was a picture. It was just, but they had a bit of cardboard prop to add some gravitas to it. And, and uh, this message ought to be taken seriously by Vladimir Putin's generals. His military risks total obliteration by NATO forces if they are so reckless and irrational as to resort to tactical nuclear weapons that endanger the world. We have a chance now to deter. If you want to avoid a war between Russia and NATO, you need to jump on board with what we're trying to do. We're uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Limp-wristed southern gentleman. Uh, <laughs> many of us don't want this war to begin with. It's you that's been there uh, agitating for it for a long time. And, you know... The new Kazaria, uh, the new Jerusalem, as Zelensky liked to put it, these um, th these motivations should not be just brushed aside at the moment. Uh, they want Lieben's realm, right? And Ukraine is the, uh, the OG homeland. We're trying to send a clear signal unequivocal signal that if you go down the road of exploding a nuclear weapon in Ukraine to try to turn the tide of battle, that would be an attack on NATO. If you blow up a nuclear power plant to create chaos, that could be considered an attack on NATO. This is a conversation worth having. Let's have it now. Yeah. How about you fuckers wanting to pull it off? This is insane. Um, look, look, Americans, my American cousins, uh, when you're... Uh, <laughs> And your infiltrated political class who have been subverted by uh, abuse of glory. Oh, yeah, uh, of course, rule one applies. Yeah, you. I think under my amplifier, and that's getting hot enough as it is already. Bear with me. But just, yeah. You have to do something. I'm not sure. I'm not sure we have time to wait for the elections to have more adults in the room uh, who would want to de-escalate this situation. And the um, whether they would is another thing. You know, this. Well, I'm old enough to know that uh, a politician will say and do anything to get elected when they get in office, and uh, they're at that at that pig trough. <laughs> Those those promises that they sold you uh, very rarely uh, come to fruition. Um, except uh, except one's promising war, maybe. If you want to deter war, you have to send clear signals the cost of action. And we have been very unclear to Putin, but now we need to be really clear. We're, we're not generals. We're saying, in our view, that would invoke Article 5. Exactly. Okay. Um, there, you can send tanks into Poland or some neighboring uh, NATO nation, or you can explode a weapon inside of Ukraine that makes living conditions in surrounding NATO nations uh, unbearable. If we are not willing to say that exploding a nuclear weapon in Ukraine would be an attack on NATO, there will be a nuclear weapon exploded in Ukraine. <laughs> if we can say you do that, you're at war with NATO, we think we can deter them. That's what I've got to say. Jesus Christ, man. Jesus. <laughs>
now. Are things, are things really going to spiral that far out of control? Now, I've got a feeling I've played this clip before uh, quite some months ago, but uh, it's doing the rounds, of course, uh, this on uh, Sky News. It's 10 seconds. I'll just play it just to show you how insane these people are. We are now at war in Europe. We need to move to a war footing. We are involved in that. We've mobilized our procurement processes. We're gifting equipment. We need to face Russia directly and reckon that rather than leaving Ukraine to do all the And let's say I've, I have strong recollections of playing that clip or something very similar. Um, they've been beating the drum for a very long time uh, if this is uh, recent in the last few days but uh yeah uh the politician types are desperate to send your boys onto their battlefields so that they can profit some more they don't have enough in their stock portfolios at the moment folks they need more and so they need more war all right uh leaving on to uh oh yeah uh, this this was interesting i saw this up on telegram but uh apparently uh i, I guess it's not barracks, right? But uh, camps for uh, Prigozhin's mercenary army are being constructed in Belarus. And you know, the when I see things like this, you know, it makes me think that what we saw was it just was it just last weekend? The weekend just gone? No, it was, it's it's ten days like now, right? So, um. It was, I, I think it was more troop movement and Wagner being on the, the, the northern borders to Kiev uh, in Belarus. Um, again, I just see this, this war expanding and um, not going. Oh, look, man, I don't like those peacenik hippies either but uh you know someone with children i would like them to grow up in in you know a what i had growing up and oh, yeah you know we had the cold war and what have you but it was sort of old and ossified and um it was more eh, it was more facade than anything but uh, yes keep this in mind folks i think i think it was more troop movements than anything and uh we may be seeing wagner again now um to France and the National Assembly in France adopted Article 3 of the Justice Bill which authorises the authorities to remotely activate the cameras and microphones of telephones or other connected devices without the knowledge of the persons concerned. Now again um, th they do this anyway you know this is this is them softening you up so you just get used to more and more total surveillance now of course they can track the cell phones that are in areas where there is uh as should we say ah le voiture barbecue and the you know why why are we seeing this now and I, I have to put it in the context of the bigger picture and it's all it's more wartime measures basically and um yeah you're going to be under um full surveillance they're going to make it over and uh, you will be forced to comply and out of the ashes they will build a new world order um and you know <laughs> 
I can't help but laugh at some of the uh, images of the chaos that we've had. Um, the <laughs> this one, uh, this one was great, but. Uh... <laughs> now uh, that uh, rather obese-looking bonus hole. Uh... Turns out uh, it was president of Angels for Peace Association, which works to keep refugees in France. Now, <laughs> I shouldn't revel in schadenfreude too much. It'll always come back to uh, bite you on the ass. But, um, you know, I love monkeys. Love them. Devoted my whole scientific career to working with them because they were just so fascinating. Right? Love them a bit. But I wouldn't invite a monkey into my living room. My living room will get trashed. The kids will get bitten, etc., etc., etc. But I can assure you that, oh, God, how many years ago was it now where we had uh, an EU parliamentarian and his daughter, his daughter got raped. And I, I, I may be misremembering if I'm saying she got killed. Um, but she might have done. She might have been killed as well. But don't quote me on that. I don't want to say it might have been Sweden. It was in Sweden. And he was still there afterwards towing the party line about how uh, immigration and diversity is our strength. Now I could go on somewhat about well you know how did how do you get you know take japan for example japan it's it, it's a homogenous cohesive society and culture and the um there's there isn't the need for the surveillance and i would you, you could make the argument that they're they're a generally submissive conformist type primate non uh, great ape i should say and the, uh, the how do you break a country like that well it takes decades and decades of filling it up with you know, undesirables uh mass infiltration from uh ex colonies and you know many many of these uh <laughs> sarkozy's racine are uh french born meaning that they were born in France, and you allow these tearaways to tear at the, the society of fabric, and the state barely lifts a finger to, to do anything about it. Whereas, if uh, the locals, the indigenous, um, would like to push back a little bit, you can be assured of the full force of the state coming down uh, on top on top of you. We saw this in Britain 30, 30 years, and you know, thick. they can come and rape and pillage your daughters, and uh, they won't do anything. They can cut the heads off people, and barely a twitch of the, uh, the oppression hammer will happen. Um, Whitey uh, stands up, and uh, it's not just Whitey, it's uh, Europoids, <laughs> indigenous Europoids, put it that way. Uh, should they try and um, speak up? Just say, look, well, you know, <laughs> excuse me, governor, 
Because they're today we're asking for a little bit more. Can I have a place, sir? Have a little bit more. We just have a little bit less. It's smidgen less. Just a few less. A few less girls being raped constantly. <laughs> they won't do it. And so it it kinds of... I, I'm conflicted in the next clip that I'm going to play, which is that the... <laughs> I can't stand the cameras and the surveillance. I really can't. And um, in an age where you can get these you know, battery-powered cutting discs, right? <laughs> you, can, you can go and start, uh, how should we say, uh, deconstructing the uh, surveillance infrastructure around you or the, or the previous generations. And so um, that's what the... Uh, the the swarthy French are doing and this this clip to me is just funny because um I get I get a twofer um you know I want to see the cameras and the surveillance taken down but I'd like to see some of the scumbags take a hit too and uh boy do they take a hit with this one I don't know if this is recent or not but it I saw it I thought it was funny play oh god viewing channel uh, all right. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you missed it. Wait, 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 I'm playing it. Playing it too fast. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> it took three of them out. It took three of them out. Uh, let's, uh, let's watch that again. I don't know what state the uh, the closest one would be in because he he took quite the hit to the noggin there. Um, welcome to the world of TBI, sir. <laughs> oh man, I love it. I love it. Yes, you can use Daddy's laptop. No PC. Okay. Ah, all right. Uh, pole dance. Uh, let's see. Battle Fork says, been thinking the same thing as brutal as the social credit panopticon world is. It'd be pretty funny in practice for some folks that struggle with impulse control. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd say just uh, non-compliance, folks. Just sit back and let it settle out and then crawl out the dust the other side and make sure, make sure that um, we... <laughs> One dead, two injured. Is that really what the score was? One dead, two injured? Now look, one of those lampposts falling on your head. Yeah, I could, I could see it killing you. One second earlier, uh, fuck society. Next second, please take me to the ER. I need shoulder surgery. Man, he he folds up straight away. He's he folds up, man. Pity we don't get to see if he's sort of writhing around afterwards. But. 
Oh dear, oh dear. Like I say, um, you know, I I I get delight in both uh, <laughs> both actions being being me, being me. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's move on and uh, get rid of uh, the distraction that is telegram all right uh on to ah oh, this was uh i'll save that for another one uh, banking but uh right that's what you're here for latest on uh biological warfare front yes big boy no no because daddy doesn't want you to um i forgot what i was saying now <laughs> oh hang on Donos, uh, I want to say thank you to uh, Matt and uh, Wolf. Uh, you can have uh, Wolf, you know, we'll fight the world. And for the Ethereum as well. Fight the world, goddammit! Another one uh, on the. Uh, we'll go with the uh, the Pan Arab Chads as they're waging war. They're jihad across Europe. <laughs> uh, another bono, <laughs> bono, bonus hole, donuts. No, stop, Kev. Uh, another donut just popped in. Uh, thank you to uh, Amory, maybe. I say that, but uh, thank you, thank you. You can have uh, Chemical Alley uh, getting ready for the bio warfare segment of the show. <laughs> Yeah, I know there's reverb on the chads. Um, the it's that tax evading blick, still the after effects of his uh, meddling and fiddling with my setup. Um, let's see. Circapithecus uh, uh, Americanus, <laughs> Lepide Nigre. Uh, let me let me have a look. I, I can I resist uh, a good primate video? Let me have a look. <laughs> The North American pavement. <laughs> look, look, that's racist. Say it with me. Circapithecus Americanus Lepide Nigra is what you should be saying. Now we visit a very different kind of jungle, a concrete jungle. Here we have Afro-Negrus Americanus, <laughs> more commonly known as the North American pavement ape. This particular Negro is looking for a mate. He has just came from a nearby 7-Eleven where he preyed upon the convenience store clerk. With a fresh 40-ounce bottle in his hand and $120 in his pocket, he is ready to set out. The Negro heads to a local discotheque where he intends to find his mate and score an eight ball of free base. As the Negro enters the club, we see many females engaged in the courtship dance. They raise their posterior to the male and then violently shake up and down. The Negro male responds by uncontrollably jumping on the nearest female. Other males also jump on the females. There is some competition. 
but our Negro pulls a Glock 19 from his waistband and shoots the other male. Just as soon as it started, the mating ritual is over. Now our Negro and his shaboon are heading back to the crack nest. The Negro courtship doesn't last long. When the female begins showing signs of pregnancy, the male will depart and the cycle will repeat. This particular Negro is estimated to have fathered over 300 niglets in his 23 years of life. It is somewhat bittersweet, as the North American pavement ape's life expectancy is only 26, meaning this particular Negro could go on to father a further 400 niglets. Oh, man, oh, man. God, the casual racism. I love it. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> make it look, it looks all official being on Internet Archive and. <laughs> oh, man, someone put that one up on WTYL. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to buy warfare. So, uh, of course, what we're looking for is uh, out of uh, season uh, emergence of illness. And Japan obviously is uh, scoring highly in that area right now. Even Shogun Rikusu, um is on the, uh, how should we say, <laughs> the horse dewormer. And the what we're finding, this is in Okinawa at the moment, right? But um, the, it's, I'll go down to the graph. So this, I want to say, the blue is the previous year. And this year right now is their, um, I'm going to say it's hospital admissions, but, you know, you can see the yellow lines. I'll probably help if I just read it, right? So, uh, in Okinawa Prefecture, where the spread of new coronavirus infection continues, the number of fixed point reports in the 25th week increased to 39.48, 1.4 times the previous week. The estimated number of infected people is 10,000, which is close to 10,733 in the first week of 2023, uh, January 4th and 10th. Um, uh, looks looks to be increased above that if you ask me but that's just me figure one shows the transition of the covid19 epidemic in okinawa prefecture until the 18th week of 2023 may 1st and 7th data from the ministry of health labor and welfare converted from all reports to sentinel reports and after the 19th week may 8th 14th based on the sentinel report data the 23rd it's just translating from the japanese as well it sounds so Range the 25th week, June 19th to 25, was 39.48, 1.4 times higher than the previous week. The estimated total number of patients is 10,000, which is on par with the first week of 2023. Not only is the number high, but the speed at which it is increasing is also noteworthy. Since the 21st week, May 22nd to 28th, it has accelerated continuously. Um, now, you know, again, is is this the be all end all etc again japan is one of the more heavily vaxxed countries uh on the planet and you know is, is this something that they've set up for themselves but the japanese have stopped collecting data they used to have a very very nice um dashboard but uh it's it's no longer functioning um so we can't can't see how it's looking and i don't know i haven't checked on our world in data 
But uh, disturbingly, um, the children are taking a hit. And uh, I'll probably just read this. So as the spread of new coronavirus continues, the number of people uh, infected with herpangina and RS virus is also increasing. Pediatric clinic in Yokohama City on the 3rd. So Yokohama is the main island uh, near uh, Tokyo. In the past week or two, there's been a surge in cases with 52 children visiting in the morning alone. Herpangina of the summer, summer cold infection causes high fever and body aches. Usually it's often seen in infants, but it seems that the infection of older children, such as elementary school students, is also notable this year. In Kanagawa Prefecture, the number of herpangina patients per medical institution exceeds six, which is an epidemic alert. Herpangina is a virus that especially hurts the throat, and RSV is a virus that hurts the lungs. Uh, <laughs> that uh, chimpanzee carisa virus, that one. Physicians have a sense of crisis that the simultaneous epidemic of the free will weaken the immune system and increase the risk of serious illness. Amakazi Children's Clinic Director Yusuke Aoki, I think you pronounced that. Uh, there are many children who are hospitalized, but there are not many beds available, and it's difficult to find five or six beds. In the end, at the hospital we went to, the child was already in a serious condition. I've also heard of cases. Yeah, again, it's doing translation of Japanese directly, so it sounds a bit odd. Uh, the wrinkle that begins where you can't see it, from June 19th to 25th, there were 99 cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a long... Uh, it's a long article. I'm not reading it all. I've got to save my voice for the, uh, the review article. And um, I'm not... Uh, uh, I want to... I wanna, you know, these, these are important data points. And, you know, these, it's, it's summer months, right? We should be out of the cold and flu season. And, you know, why, why are things so dysregulated? And so, you know, there's couple of hypotheses that come to mind of course the first being that um, SARS itself is acting as a sort of HIV light maybe maybe light is being generous um, again maybe it's dependent on the individual who becomes infected many many factors coming into place or it's a consequence of uh, the high um, vaccines that have or a high number of vaccines that have been given again causing a dysregulation in the, the population scale biome uh, allowing uh, these opportunistic pathogens a way in and a say, fertile host uh, let's put it that way so you know this data is coming through and we, we must we must keep an eye on it, and you know, just just because they no longer report cases does not mean that it's not happening. And I would, I would imagine that the authorities, after the last three years, particularly after the interventions that they've taken, are trying to stuff everything back into the cupboard and play uh, <laughs> play the innocent. But uh, this was a tweet I saw this morning. So. Uh, Okinawa hospital for emergency patient cannot be found even when visiting seven or eight hospitals. Life-threatening situation is continuing, which can be called a medical collapse rather than a medical crisis. Two-thirds of the patients are fevered older people who show up without appointment. Many people are waiting in line at the outpatient clinic. About 70% of these febrile patients are tested positive for COVID-19. Um, 
the, you know, we should have tested uh, Commander Rikasu. Um, so are we seeing the breakdown of herd immunity usually provided by adults uh, here? Um, again, I would, I would be remiss in, in dismissing Ger van den Bosch right now. And, you know, the, perhaps the timing is a little off and the, uh, the collapse of herd immunity, particularly in the vaccinated, which is his premise, is um, an issue right now. Uh, again, I, you know, it's very, very difficult to draw concrete conclusions out of a rapidly evolving data set. But, you know, we saw in uh, this... Ah, where's that? Uh... This case rate, um, it's not, it's not following the usual patterns and you know the interventions may have made things worse and look you I, I guess you could argue that it's rainy season in japan so people will be indoors more maybe maybe that that could account for it but it tells you that there's circulating pathogens still around and looking to jump onto people now i would i would just um be be on your toes, as it were. Um, all right, so let's get past that and um, this tweet. So the data has come out from the UK this week. This is from a sort of pro-vax account, but um, it's, I, I checked it out, it seems to be um, accurate. So there have been 25,700 excess deaths in the UK so far this year. The average is out at over 1,000 excess deaths a week. Um, so we can see a trend in the data lines and I don't know, you know are we going to be up here come the, uh, the autumn and winter months I don't know um, you know <laughs> there's uh, lies damn lies and then there's statistics um, but interestingly if you scroll down not this one um, the all-cause mortality in the young is increasing, and this is this picture here. So the black line is the current year, and 2021 is vaccine rollout year. Or you could argue that that was the peak of the pandemic, and the, um, the deaths are tracking in the younger side of the cohort. Now these are ONS statistics. I'm presuming that they're somewhat spot on, accurate as you're gonna get. Um, I need to read Gert's book. Uh, I kind of get where Gert's going. So, um... <laughs> wait, yes. Shupov says, Copeland says vaccines reduce deaths from the pathogen, not all cause deaths. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Bravo to Jicky just for raking him uh, over the coals. And uh, <laughs> at, at some point, you've got to realize that he's just gaming um, algorithms for clout, etc. And, um, you know, just 
just drop your meme in there and uh, move on the way. Uh, there's there's very little to it. You're not going to convert them with respect to scientific argumentation. But um, Gert is still predicting. Yes, I know Gert is still predicting a, a disaster. Um, and maybe that's that's what we're seeing. Um, you know. <laughs> They've made it abundantly clear that they thought that, you know, they had to, they had decades, decades of thinking about trying to reduce populations and with climate hysteria as well. Maybe they went all out. They went balls to the wall with it. And now we're seeing what we're seeing right now. I, I, I don't know. I can't, um, I can't read these people's mind. I can just look at the data points and, you know, I'm, I'm happy in my lane talking about the impact on neurodegeneration and this type of um, well, what, I, what I would consider a next generation incapacitation agent. So uh, Hotez isn't great at the minute. No, he's not. Um, he's, he's gone very quiet, though. Oh, he's not in my timeline much. Oh, this was funny. <laughs> Someone is red-pilling... Um, uh, Nurse Campbell, got his first name, John. Um, and someone, someone's been listening to uh, Commander Rikasu and myself. Hey, damn you. Reflections on yesterday's lab leak video and biological warfare. So Timmer says this, as someone who has spent a number of years studying biological warfare and ways to defend against it, I'm not convinced that the Wuhan virus, virus was not meant to be a biological warfare agent. Now, we're not Same. saying it was, but this is an argument to say that it could be. I'm not convinced that the Wuhan virus was not meant to be a biological warfare agent. High lethality isn't necessarily required to be an effective weapon. It just needs to be able to incapacitate a significant number of people. Been listening to the dog. <laughs> And you know how do, how do you how do you long term incapacitate uh, the fighting age, the reproductive uh, generation? Well, you give them MECFS type conditions and the um, prodromal stages of neurodegeneration. The incapacitated people are no longer able to do their jobs, and the added benefit to the employer of the weapon is that those incapacitated people now take up more resources and more people to treat them than if they died. And I know this is the case with some uh, biological warfare gases. They're not designed to kill you. They're designed to incapacitate because that means the incapacitated person can no longer fight, but it might take two other people that could have been fighting to look after that uh, wounded person. This is, of course, how cynical weapon design is. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, the simple fact is that the possibility of a synthetic chimera being released and causing these uh, population-wide, global, global population-wide effects are, um, it's still on the table. We cannot dismiss it right now. And, you know, watching them try to cover it up just makes them look even more guilty. Guilty! Oh, I need it on quick fire. That one, such a such a powerful play. They're all they're all guilty. Oh, 
See, Fatty Fox says that Shaw is a big red pill to swallow. Got to give him credit to put this out there on his platform. Um, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> he's old and slow, uh, but you know, and he's got look, man, he's got a bu- <laughs> a bunch of souls on his back um, by you know towing the authoritarians line right now argue but you know is he is he making amends here and bringing into the conversation the discussion that needs to be had which is how far did these programs go what were they well we can see how far they go it's not hard question the question was um really was it deliberate was it accidental and you know (laughs) under the under the circumstances i would i would just make the presumption right now guilty until proven uh innocent Let's see. Uh, White Dev says Campbell is three years late to the party. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. More than two point eight. We added twelve million disability in the last three years. Yes. Um, that. That is true. That is true. Um. um. Tim goes on, also the genetic techniques that they used, techniques that made it difficult to identify any man-made changes. So we looked at this, there seems to be a deliberate uh, track covering attempt here. I agree, I agree. And, um, oh, I've forgotten the young lad's name. Published the restriction site map um again sort of pointing um that uh he's well we know about the noceum table it's barracks noceum technology right that they could they can cover this up barracks own words say that ah yeah we can uh, we can make it so it's difficult to tell only a lab uh could put its own signature in there to sort of determine if they'd if they'd actually made it etc cetera, etc cetera. to cover man-made changes um, techniques that made it difficult to identify any man-made changes is in line with one of the main attractions of biological warfare. And here we have the phrase plausible deniability. Yep. Ambiguity in the environment, like who fired what. And, you know, if I, if I was Russia right now, I would be having ballistic trackers, etc., all around that Zaporozhye plant just to make sure that um, people like Lindsey Graham isn't able to trigger the um, Article 5 like they would want to. So, yes, um, bravo to John Campbell, Nurse Campbell, for finally, (laughs) finally getting with the, um, where the data points, and the data points are bio-warfare right now. And larger warfare in general right these are these are the weapons not not your grandpappy's war anymore well i say that but uh they're fixing bayonets and doing uh the trench warfare now on to uh big news support non-profit science journalism <laughs> it can you can fuck right off science non-profit my ass a uh, rare link between coronavirus vaccines and long covid like illness starts to gain 
acceptance. Now, I would make the argument that amyloidogenic load will be a factor, not for everyone, but for some people. And you go around gene transfecting people with amyloidogenic peptides in an inflammatory lipid nanoparticle whilst there's a highly amyloidogenic virion doing the rounds as well, you're likely to get some cascading unpredictable effects. And so we've gone from 100% safe and effective to the word in science, this is where the authoritarians will turn, is that yes, there are complications. Now, what are those complications? Study, studies probe unusual cases of neurologic complications, blood pressure swings, and other side effects. And uh, I hate to be the one to say, I told you so. Uh, but I told you so, and um, yeah, I'm not. It's a long article. Go read it. Here's a link if you want it. Um, find somewhere to put it. I take it and to put it. Uh, there you go. Um, but it's significant. It's not a research article. It's a uh, news article, science news article. So, um, and. Usually, usually these will be behind paywalls. And so they want people to know. That's, that's why they're putting it out there. But it's significant. Significant. Oh, it's significant in its release and um, significantly long. And I, I don't want to uh, read all of it. I, I gave you something. They're, they're finding these neurological and circulatory issues, as people were saying. And people were gaslit. Obviously, over the last two and a half, three years, as um, you're insane, and there's nothing worse than coming down with a condition that isn't understood by the um, what's the what's Gorsky's group called? Science-based medicine is that evidence-based medicine? Where if you have a a condition that doesn't fit and they can't tick boxes off on you then you're often left on the sort of scrap heap and um, they move on and they, I guess they'll milk you for whatever palliatives that they can throw at you but is there really any um, deep understanding made to, to try to study those conditions not really and maybe that's about to change you know, the MECFS um, cohort are um, we're in an age now where the molecular tools are getting Good and, or, yeah, good enough to start probing the basis of, of these illnesses far, far better than we did have. So keep that in mind. All right. Um, let's see. NC says, looks like EU countries put some pressure on UKIS not to attack. We'll see what happens. Um, oh, I'm looking at the wrong chat. So, um, maybe. Maybe. Uh, let's see. Um... Oh no, that is that is the right job. Uh Long COVID was always a pretty convenient hole for Vax injury signals to hide in. Yeah, yeah, very, very much so. And you know, there's oh, I forget the papers. So that's quite a few months ago now. But the there are clinical reports saying that they can distinguish between the two, and the. But, 
Yeah, I, I could see why there would be differences versus the pathogen versus you know, taking a needle and uh, squirting it into someone. And again, how how effective is the spike translation? How you know how sensitive is the person to the lipid nanoparticle? Yada yada yada. The 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 effects go on and on. Uh, let's see. Gorski's blog site tried to give me digital Ebola a few hours ago. <laughs> what? Uh, hashtag they always always come through. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> All right. So you know we've been. You know I spend a lot of time if you're new here to talking about amyloidosis, etc. And um, as uh, the science article has come out. Just prior to that, there was this review article which came out, which was COVID-19 infection and vaccination and its relation to amyloidosis. What do we know currently? So again, it's, it's, it's beginning to bu bubble up, I guess, into the collective consciousness that this could be a thing. And I, and so there's a very, very long and technical discussion that boils down to protein misfolding. And what's, you know, what differentiates Alzheimer's from Parkinson's from Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease? And the immediate presumption would be that, well, potentially it's the peptides, the, the species of peptide and its misfolding, which would lead to the emergence of the clinical syndrome as we recognize it and look for people who haven't worked or been had any experience with hospital neurology clinics it's very very difficult to get good you know like a blood test diagnostic for neurological especially neurodegenerative diseases and it's it's not until really the end phases that we can really make a solid distinction about which pathway that you're going down. And you know, there's a the, getting back to well, we understand them as these protein misfolding disorders. Misfolded protein becomes a pathogenic particle, if you like, and it's able to cause a cascade um, into. Uh, in the body and the article that we're looking at is can we what's the difference between um alpha synuclein proteinopathy versus creutzfeldt yakov disease uh, preinopathy and why why do we how can we tell the difference and you know what where is the causal chain and we were making a i'll probably help if i the article fresh my memory but we were looking at this particular journal and it's a special edition so it's and it's recent it's recent and up to date which is why i picked it um Let's see. Nomus Capi says, plenty nuance involved, but again, I'm seeing my elderly patients deteriorate both neurologically and physically post boosters at a rate I've ne never seen before. Um, yeah, and um, you know, the you can look at the. Oh, maybe I can bring it up. And the problem we have with the. Uh, 
is um, ethical skeptics data. And uh, so we're into actually 2023 now, but um, what we what we saw, which is dementia and Alzheimer's like diseases, is that we saw a very, very big increase during the hot phases of the biowarfare agent release, I would argue. Now, what you should see, if the, the going by statistics, etc., as to how these types of time series graphs behave, is that when you get a, a, a significant increase, like like we see here, starting in twenty twenty, you you basically you, dr you burn up all the dry wood, and then it'll go down below the expected level and then sort of return back to a baseline. And what we've seen, well, we kind of, we're seeing that, and then vaccine rollout occurs, and then we've seen a steady, steady, steady increase in, in these cases. And the problem is, is how do you, how do you disambiguate the effects of the spike protein delivered via lipid nanoparticle or viral vector, or the exposure to the virus itself in this instance. Very, very difficult. It's a tough, it's a tough scientific experiment to set up. And you have, you know, you can watch, you can do the observation studies, and you can um, try to sort of record events that way. But the well, I guess the point I'm getting at, the, the, the rise in dementia may not be directly tied to the expression of spike protein in the vaccines. Maybe it's a more convoluted effect that allows um, other, other amyloidogenic processes to occur such that we continue to see um, this well, it's a nine sigma run at the moment. And I should ask him what his... The latest is because we're we're halfway into 2023, and has this trend continued? You know, going off a trend like that, I would say it probably has. Yeah, uh, let's see. Mel Gibson and Jim Caviezel just made a movie about child trafficking, organ harvesting, and adrenochrome. Um, yes, I've heard about this. I haven't watched it. Look, man, I can stomach a lot of things. I can suck on 40-year-old hoses to unplug my AC units. Watching um, kiddie trafficking stuff uh, is just it's very, very difficult for me. I know all about it. I don't need my radar tuned for <laughs> to, know, to know that uh, the Lindsey Grahams of this world... Um, uh, and it's not just them. It, it works down all levels, right? Um, it's why you've got those meth-headed, teeth-missing um, freaks that are into abusing kids as well. Um, and I'd, I'm not sure I want to um, watch it. But uh, thank you, Tinsai, for um, reminding everyone. If, um, if you need a reminder that there are evil... It is evil on this planet. Um, 
I would imagine the movie is uh, it'll it'll hit all the all the right spots. I imagine. All right. So, do amyloids grow in inflammation? Yes. Yes. So, and the, it's a question of it's the chicken and the egg question. Which comes first, the amyloid or the inflammation? And I would say that's you know, it's a very reductive way of looking at very complex systems, and you know we we don't know neither helps the other put it that way and but there's evidence we we looked at this i think i called it amyloids friend or foe stream go and look at that and we we delve into whether the misfolded amyloids are part of an innate immune response and this is an idea that's been circulating for a long time in my uh, my domain and the issue the issue I have with that hypothesis is is that the immune system tends to have checks and balances built in. But as we'll see as we look into this paper where they where they do the experiments, that they're, they're talking about animal models of well, Parkinson's versus CJD. You can take the misfolded protein from a Parkinsonian or a Creutzfeldt-Jakob subject, inject it into a healthy subject and you reinitiate or you'll kick off the amyloidogenic preenergic cascades. And so, you know, why why are there not more uh, more mechanisms in place by the body to be able to, you know, and you're t you're talking about processes that are occurring you know the smallest of scales right? you know, atoms a few atoms molecules uh, tied together and somehow they can become a chronic problem for the organism so where were we so this is the paper body first parkinson's disease and variant creutzfeldt jakob disease similar or different so question is, does it start below the neck or above the neck? And, you know, it's the gut involved, vagus nerve, etc. And so it's it's a long, long paper. And we, we had got to, I think, about here. And I remember us having discussions about uh, herbicides and pesticides. And one in particular, rotenone, was um, highlighted over 20 years ago. And my, you don't see very often a rotenone Parkinsonian model. And it's my, my assessment was, look, look, compared to other methodologies we had, it was, if you got an effect, it would be subtle at best and very, very difficult to um, quantify in a rodent for example, because that's how you would have to do these models. Um, but uh, it seems that they, they're still working on them. They're looking at alpha-synuclein pathology, uh, in this case, the enteric nervous system. And, you know, we sort of covered this bit. And um, we, we get to the next important stage, which is the, the, the impact on microbiome so the 
the disease state of the organism is often accompanied by dysbiosis. And is, is, that, a, um, is that a causal factor? Is, again, these are questions that we don't really have good understanding of. And, you know, when, you know, I get a lot of people who sort of contact me and say, oh, you know, you've got, and yes, look after your gut flora, et cetera. It's very, very important. Um, there's a lot, a lot you can help by, by doing that. Giving someone who's got over Parkinsonian signs um, a fecal transplant doesn't really do much. And again, you're, why is that? What's, what's the reason for these methods not working? And I would, um, I would say that by the time you've gone from prodromal, meaning that the disease has started, but it's, we, we can't see it yet at a neurological level, to where you've, where you've punching out into the disease state and the network degradation is occurring. By that time, it's too late. And so this sort of argues for that you want to be, you know, trying to dampen down the fires as much as possible. And, you know, as a, what's, what's the best way to do that? And the, well, the, the best, best, the best thing to do is to look after your your health, and that in, that includes anything and everything. So exercise, sunlight, all these all these things that people read off as the prescriptions, etc. Your your gut biome, etc. Eat those stinky French cheeses, saucisson, <laughs> and the things that we. Um, that there are, there are adjustments everyone can make to their life now you know my issue right now getting into my 50s and i'm prodromal heavily prodromal for parkinson's I, my issue now is just movement and getting out and ah, there's a point where you're just like oh. you know i kind of i'm kind of accepting my fate and um you know, what 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 do i squeeze out and you know, I'm past, I'm past halfway of my free score and 10 by a long shot. And, you know, so the next, next 20 years, um, I'm happy to sit by and get Luke Gehrig's disease under my air conditioner. <laughs> I'll, I'll try and watch what I eat, I guess. But um, I'm not, I'm not doing a Shogun Rikasu and going hiking 20 kilometers in the baking heat of Japan every day. No way, no how. Nah! Um, I ain't doing it. Uh, let's see. Um, my friend just got COVID six months ago and is dealing with this as well. Only functional docs have been helpful by looking at the gut. And yeah, you know, it's one thing, but it's not. It's not the magic bullet. <laughs> these are, you, you can go into the literature and they've tried these things in these models. They've tried taking again the, the patient cohort and giving them all the all the lists that the naturopaths would would want to give you but there's simple fact is that you 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 have an arc and trajectory to your life you know the first part is about learning about your world and um smoothing off the rough edges of your uh, personality traits to hopefully reproducing and uh, filling this 
God's earth with uh, your progeny and spawn so that your bloodline can continue to live on to hopefully getting into your senior years, developing some wisdom and, uh, you know, being able to give advice to the the young uns as they come through. And, you know, what, what I'm seeing right now and what perturbs me more is the fact that we've seen uh, an assault made against the, the elders of uh societies and civilizations those were the ones that had long memories of pre-internet had memories of uh understanding the struggle between uh hello little rascals are climbing the bathroom door tearing it to shreds but um could you close the door, sweetheart? Thank you. Got what I was saying now. Oh, yeah. Just they've they've decimated the elder population. And those were the people that could tell you that oi Oi, hang on a minute here, Governor, there's something not quite right about what's happening here. And we, we, we're shoveling our children into this um, very dystopian digital panopticon. And the thing is, I'm, I'm, my kids are getting just as conditioned as your kids with endless Minecraft and swipe through YouTube videos. And, you know, it's, it's I, I kind of say they've got to adapt to this new world but we've still got to be able to instill in them some of the more timeless uh gonna say tropes <laughs> that would be unfair the, the more timeless elements of where our philosophies have sort of explored and you know where where the sort of middle ground is with respect to uh, us us mentioned the uh the blue bloods on the other side uh let's see uh no please kev get moving <laughs> sorry <laughs> look it's hard work reading these fucking papers <laughs> then having to comment on everything all right so along with pesticides the microbiome in the gastrointestinal tract is also hypothesized to play a role in body first pd Janetau investigated this possibility by feeding E. coli to aged Fisher 344 rats, as well as C. elegans expressing human alpha-synuclein. I got a feeling I might have read this as well. It's well established that bacteria expresses extracellular amyloid proteins that play important roles in biofilm production, in addition to host invasion and adherence. The E. coli protein curli, the best studied of these, yeah, we did this. I'll read it just for, how long is it? Yeah, we did the bit about biofilms, etc. Um, did that. Yeah, maybe we got to here. Um, so bacteria, toxin, and bacteria-induced models. Uh, they've got a rodent model, TG rodents, that use CNS predominant promoters to overexpress either wild type or mutant human alpha-synuclein in the brain and spinal cord. And look, this is that's a model that. Um, being developed and used in the institute that I was at and you can you can give a monkey Parkinsonian like symptoms but you know you've got to get in there and target 
very precisely where you where you overexpress these peptides and so it's it's face validity is or construct validity is somewhat lacking and then it's a hemi parkinsonian model etc so uh, those are all issues um so see this though and I, I think i'm sure we've read this so while these studies have been important for investigating the process of transsynaptic spread for alpha synuclein prions see they're using the word prions folks you know that's that's the things that you know i had to deal with this for months as i would say to people you're dealing with prion like disorders no 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 prions those uh those are prion prions and no it's uh it's not it's um it's all these misfolding proteins that spread spread by propagon mechanisms uh, let's see rather than using a cns specific promoter human alpha synuclein was cloned into a p1 artificial chromosome that also includes the upstream and downstream regulatory elements of the entire genome so that would be the epigenetic component uh, this approach is thought to result in an expression profile that more closely resembles alpha synuclein expression in the human body. Comparing mice, either wild type or the PD causing A53T and A30P mutations, authors found that A53T and A30P mice showed a reduction in colonic motility, uh, meaning uh, the rodents become constipated. And constipation is one of the first prodromal symptoms that you get that's why people will go to the doctor or loss of smell um let's see it was more pronounced in male mice compared to females starting at three months of age this this dysfunction preceded the motor deficits detected in the a53t mouse line by rotorod at six months of age and again there's nothing in oh well, someone uh, Someone just sent a donor. Let me just uh, check that. Um, Jason, thank you very much. Uh, you may have. Uh, oh, what can we have? Uh, less, less power of chads and uh, more. This is a war zone. This is not a picnic site. Tank battle, air bombard, rockets, missiles. Everything has been hitting here. <laughs> Um, can you can you spell parasites? Now I see it on the screen. I don't see it in the other chat. Can you spell parasites? At Bill Clinton, liver tox, parasites are gut issues as well. Yes, yes, they are. And um, you're gonna have to bear with me because uh, I can feel my mouth drying up and the flask next to me is empty and i'm going to take this pants to pants chance to uh use the bathroom so uh, i'll be back in two seconds folks
Ju. Look, look, look. I don't know if you can see it next to my t shirt, but. Dog swimming in pussy. Mm. Hey, no, no. Ah, those claws. Stop it. No, 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 no. Knock it off. No scratching daddy's chair. No scratching daddy's chair. Come here. Sit there. All right, so uh, where were we? Where were we? Kev, get moving. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, so uh, injection models have also been used to study the route of alpha-synuclein spread from the enteric nervous system into the CNS, though it's important to note that these models rely on direct injection of alpha-synuclein into nerve fibers and neurons of the enteric nervous system in the gut wall, homogenates prepared from deceased PD patient samples and recombinant alpha-synuclein preformed fibrils injected into the wall of the stomach and duodenum near the myenteric Auerbach plexus were transported along the vagus nerve to dorsal medial ventral uh, vagus. DMV is not the driver wants out the room. Hang on a minute. Yes, yes, yes. Are we streaming still? <laughs> More cats. <laughs> he's 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 out. Probably needs to take a shit for one. Um, all right. So where was I? Where was I? Uh, we were doing uh, injections. So uh, intriguingly, injection of PFFs into duodenal wall of aged mice, but not young animals, resulted in the spread of neuropathology to the midbrain and subsequent onset of motor deficits. Critically, when mice were injected with PFFs after receiving a vagotomy, spreading of alpha-synuclein pathology to the DMV was prevented, demonstrating that neuroinvasion from the enteric nervous system occurred via the vagus nerve. Similar studies injecting PFFs into duodenal and pyloric muscularis layer in C57 mice also found that a truncal vagotomy prevented the gut-to-brain spread of alpha-synuclein pathology. I feel like I've read this already, but however, neuroinvasion was blocked when PFF injections were performed in an alpha-synuclein knockout mouse model, demonstrating that this phenomenon is alpha-synuclein dependent. These conclusions are supported by studies using adeno-associated viral vectors to express human alpha-synuclein in sprague dorley rats. Now, again, I would say, what, what, what should be, something should be rhyming with you here right now with respect to the vocabulary that they're using and the way that they've gone and um, transfected or just transfected these peptides into these test animals, adeno, adenoviral vectors. Well, you know, <laughs> what did they? What was the Janssen and uh, AstraZeneca? God, that bloody cat, she really clawed me. <laughs> I'm going to insist they get declawed fucking thing um the uh, hang on one second oh 
That's just good. Got a rumble notice, and uh, that's for uh, that's for a stream bloody days ago. I'm still at it, still trying to get through it. Um, let's see. Similar transmission experiments also been conducted using TG animal models, the TGM83 mouse model, which uses the PRMP promoter to express human alpha synuclein with A53T mutation, is frequently used mouse model of synucleopathy. Notably, while homozygous TGM83 positive mice develop spontaneous disease, the hemizygous mice only develop neurological designs following the injection of alpha synuclein prions. PFFs injected into either tongue or the peritoneal cavity. Uh, heterozygous mice resulted in neuroinvasion and disease onset 285 and 229 days post-injection. Interesting. Symptomatic mice exhibited robust phosphorylated alpha-synuclein neuropathology in the brain and spinal cord. Others have also observed neuroinvasion in the model following interperitoneal hind leg injection PFFs. More recently, neuroinvasion and disease onset were observed following oral gavage and intravenous injection of PFFs into TGM heterozygous mice. Notably, all four of these studies showed that challenging TGM83 heterozygous mice with PFFs in the periphery resulted in the spreading of alpha-synuclein pathology in the brainstem, consistent with the hypothesized route of spread in body-first PD. The control for the possibility that trauma from the injections themselves induced alpha-synuclein misfolding and spreading. Negative control injections were performed using bovine serum albumin, lipopolysaccharide, keyhole limpet hemocyanin, or Dubeco's phosphate-buffered saline. The lack of neuropathological inclusions or disease in mice injected with these controls indicates the reported results are caused by alpha-synuclein self-templating rather than trauma at the injection site. And, you know, that just brings to mind the PET study where they pick up an alpha-synuclein signature at the injection site. And... You know, is that going to impact everyone? Probably not. Is it? Is it a good thing for the elderly? I'm not so sure. Um, and there will be people who are sensitive uh, across all cohorts. Expanding on these findings, Vanderberg et al. used the RAT BAC model, which was generated by cloning wild-type human alpha-synuclein with endogenous regulatory elements into a bacterial artificial chromosome to investigate the route of spread of alpha-synuclein prions following PFF injections to the wall of the pylorus and duodenum. Two and four months post-injection, alpha-synuclein pathology was observed throughout the vagus nerve and the DMV, demonstrating spread along parasympathetic fibers as well as in the intermediolateral cell column, showing propagation along sympathetic nerve fibers. So this is important because, um, you know, I don't want everyone rushing out and getting uh, a vagotomy because they think they're going to stop the spread of uh, the accumulation of these misfolded proteins. Um, they're, um, they're traveling along sympathetic nerve fibers as well. And short of severing your spinal cord, <laughs> yeah, they're going to get there eventually. And it all it, again, it all comes down to amyloidogenic load. And um, I, I wish it was just a case of saying we can disaggregate them and they go away, and then we're the job is done, and you can go back home and not worry anymore my 
experience tells me that you can you can do that and the disease still progresses but with the caveat that you're dealing with um dealing with oh i was dealing with the extreme end of the the spectrum it's not maybe maybe disaggregating is what you want to do in the young and healthy uh are we streaming chat is frozen says we're streaming right Is that's okay. Streaming up to that point. Dealing with so it seems to be functional. Why isn't the chat updating me? Been broken. Discord. Discord is not. Uh, stream's good. Okay. Um, I will. Uh, so we did the parasympathetic and sympathetic pathways. Uh, this latter observation is consistent with MIBG scintigraphy data from PD patients just above. All right. So while rodent models have been important for establishing the role of alpha-synuclein prion spread from the periphery to the brain in body-first PD, recent studies have contributed new insights into the origin of misfolded alpha-synuclein in the gut. Research from Roger Liddell and colleagues led to the discovery that enteroendocrine cells in the gut epithelium not only express alpha-synuclein, but also exhibit a number of neuron-like properties. Uh, so entero, so it's just meaning gut endocrine cells, so um, meaning hormone transmission, like signaling. Uh, EECs which face the lumen of the gut have axon-like processes on the basal surface of the cell that connect with enteric neurons expressing alpha-synuclein. Moreover, EECs express presynaptic proteins as well as neurofilaments and are excitable, indicating that it may exhibit a similar functionality as neurons. While further investigation into the role of EECs in PD is needed, this, is, this important discovery raises the possibility that toxins and bacteria in the lumen of the gut may induce alpha-synuclein misfolding in EECs, which then interact directly with the enteric neurons known to synapse with autonomic fibers in the vagus. Finally, non-human primates have also been used to develop a model of body-first PD. Um, that's interesting. Huck you, if you hot link it, you should go to the the now oh, now I'm gonna lose my place. I'll look at it after maybe further along than I thought. about monkeys monkeys of course because they're speaking about monkeys i love monkeys so much um i'll get all hot and moist and 
Okay. So working with baboon monkeys, uh, Arokarina et al. isolated Louis body, I presume that is, extracts containing alpha-synuclein prions from PD patient samples, which they injected into the stomach and duodenum ventral wall. Two years later, the authors reported a reduction in tyrosine hydroxylase positive neurons in the substantia nigra and mild alpha-synuclein neuropathology in a handful of brain regions, including parahippocampal cortex. While the monkeys had significant alpha-synuclein immunostaining in the gut, no inclusions were observed in the vagus nerve. Oh, interesting. Uh, additional studies using non-human primates are needed to further investigate the role of non-vagal routes of neuroinvasion in body-first PD. Mm. Well, um, exosomal signaling and uh, traveling through the circulation would be another one. It doesn't just have to be these very um, anatomically constrained uh, pathways. Of course, they're important. That's why I spend a lot of time talking about them. But it's it's something to keep in mind. All right. So peripheral transmission of BSE and VCJD prions. So uh, we're going to get some animal models of uh, CJD. That'll be interesting. So the rarity of VCJD has made it difficult to assess the spatiotemporal propagation of BSE VCJD prions from the periphery into the central nervous system in humans after infection. Important insights about possible routes of neuroinvasion and tissues involved originate from studies in various animal species that have been peripherally infected with BSE or scrapie prions, including rodents, sheep, cattle, and non-human primates. While oral transmission of BSE and VCJD prions to wild-type rodents is possible, the routes along which V which BSE VCJD prions propagate prior to new invasion have not been investigated in detail. However, oral transmission studies of scrapie prions to mice and hamsters have provided important insights regarding the routes along which PRPSC can propagate into the CNS. In orally infected mice and hamsters, PRPSC was first detected in gut-associated lymphoid tissues such as Peyer's patches and the submucosal Meisner's and myenteric plexuses, the ENS. After accumulation in the enteric nervous system, PRPSE was discovered to spread along two pathways from gut to the brain. In the first pathway, PRPSE was discovered to spread from the small intestine along the parasympathetic nervous system via retrograde transport along the vagus nerve to DMV in the brainstem. In the second pathway, PRPSE was transported along sympathetic nervous system to the IML uh, in the thoracic spinal cord. Um, I don't know what IML is standing for here. I don't want to lose my place and look, but um, someone can find the. So retrograde transport via efferent nerve fibers was found to relay PRPSC first to celiac and mesenteric ganglion complex, CN. Okay. And then via splan splanchic splec Splanchinic nerves, which mediate sympathetic innervation of the gastrointestinal tract to the IML, where they were observed to ascend along the spinal cord to the brain. Sheep and goats are susceptible to oral infection with BSE prions. Notably, a similar spatiotemporal spread of PRPSC from the gut to the CNS, as in scrapie-infected hamsters and BSE-infected cattle, have been observed in oral transmission studies of BSE prions to sheep that were killed at various time points after infection. Sheep orally infected with BSE prions accumulated PRPSC in secondary lymphoid tissue of the gut, followed by lymph nodes, draining these and the spleen, and later in lymph nodes, followed by lymph nodes, draining these and the spleen. 
and later in lymph nodes are not associated with the gut. PRP-SC was also detected in macrophages of the marginal zone of germinal centers, indicating trapping and phagocytosis of systemically circulating BSE prions. Now, this should be ringing alarm bells in people's ears as what they're talking about is the, ah, oh, we get it into the lymph nodes and everything's hunky-dory, right? Um, these amyloidogenic or preanergic peptides. And I'm not so sure that that's the case. And this this review paper would appear to confirm my um, concerns. Uh, in the CNS, PRP-SC was first observed in the preganglionic parasympathetic neurons of EMV and in preganglionic sympathetic neurons of the IML, indicating that BSC prions propagate from the enteric nervous system along efferent fibers autonomic nervous system to the CNS as seen during the pathogenesis of natural scrapie in sheep. Studies in cattle that were killed at successive time points after oral infection showed that classical BSE prions propagate by retrograde spread along two routes from the gastrointestinal tract to the CNS, both of which involve the autonomic nervous system. In one pathway, BSE prions spread from payers patches of the small intestine via CMG and the splanchnic nerves to the lumbar and caudal thoracic spinal cord and subsequently along the spinal cord to the brain. In the second pathway, BSE sprions spread along the vagus nerve to the DMV in the brainstem. The observations that dorsal root ganglia were only affected later in disease suggest that prion invasion of the somatic nervous system, the sciatic nerve, is, secondary, is a secondary retrograde event following prion replication in the CNS, which is also seen in BSE-infected cinemogulus macaques. Interesting. So what are they saying there? That um, you expose via the gut, the prions are spreading into the uh, central nervous system, into the brainstem via Nagel's vagal nerve. They are presumably spreading to sensory neurons potentially cortical or thalamic, and then they're traveling back down nerve route, or ner yeah, the nerve route into the sensory um, nerves and into, in this case, sciatic nerve. Every, anyone with a bad back knows about sciatic nerve. Cinemogulus macaques, a non-human primate species, represent the closest animal model used to study BSE transmission to humans. Intracerebral transmission of classical BSE prions, the cinemogulus macaques cause disease with clinical, neuropathological, and molecular features that are very similar to VCJD in humans, providing evidence that BSE and VCJD are caused by the same prion strain. Peripheral transmission by oral or intravenous challenge with classical BSE prions also causes disease in cinemogulus macaques, and shows that prions readily propagate to the central nervous system from the periphery, including the gastrointestinal tract. While incubation periods for intravenous transmission were shorter than for those for oral challenge, the distribution of PRP-SC pathology in clinically diseased animals was similar for both inoculation routes. So, you know, I'm just, <laughs> I would love to see the video of these monkeys. Um, that's, just, uh, that's just me. but. The, um, and it's not intramuscular, but the fact that intravenous route was used in the model system 
should concern people because you know there's there's not a great deal of difference between intravenous versus intramuscular right if i hit you with a dose of ketamine iv yeah you know you're out in seconds um in in the muscle it's minutes but you know the, the it spreads into the venous return and is pumped around the body very very efficiently and those those that would argue that it just stays in the site of injection would be um they they are they haven't worked with biology in any form uh so intermediolateral nucleus gray column in spinal cord well thank you sandra um much much appreciated um don't get why chat is not anyway um additionally prpsc was found in oh no no while incubation periods for intravenous transmission were shorter and those for oral challenge, the distribution of scrapions was essentially the same. The PRP was detected in lymphoreticular tissues such as spleen and tonsils. Oh, <laughs> again, that should be raising red flags to you. And was localized to the germinal centers as seen in VCJD patients with intravenous transmission leading to higher titers of PRP-SC than oral transmission. Additionally, PRP-SC was found in secondary lymphoid tissues such as isolated follicles and pie patches, pies patches sorry, of the gastrointestinal tract from the duodenum to the rectum. Yeah, bonus holes everywhere. And it's been detected in both plexuses of the enteric nervous system, small sympathetic nerve fibers, innervating the inner smooth muscle layer, and in nerve fibers of the lamina propria of the intestinal villi. And one of the things that they mention in this science article, which they're um, fessing up to right now, is that, uh, yeah, we're getting a whole bunch of people with small fiber neuropathy. Moreover, PRP-SC was detected in motor nerves, including sciatic and in autonomic nerves at the surface of swan cells. Though animal models have been helpful to elucidate possible routes, along with VCJD BSE neuroprions, propagate to reach the CNS after peripheral exposure. Some differences may exist between prion propagation in humans and animals. In contrast to VCJD, patients with VCJD BSE infected cinemogulus macaques and BSE infected sheep, BSE prions have so far not been detected in the blood of BSE infected cattle, which may be due to a differential expression of PRPC of other molecules that confer binding of PRPSC in blood cells of primates and sheep. Interesting. Similarities and differences between alpha-synuclein and PRPSC neuroinvasion. So a combination of experimental studies and data collected from body-first PD and VCJD patients suggests the two diseases rely on overlapping routes of neuroinvasion through the autonomic nervous system. Starting in the gastrointestinal tract, phosphorylated alpha-synuclein has been detected in PD patients up to 20 years before the onset of motor symptoms. Interestingly, Pathogenic alpha-synuclein has been observed in the appendix of healthy individuals, and while conflicting results have been reported, 
Some groups have observed that appendectomy can be protective against PD. Hmm. There you go. I mean, that makes sense. Um, the appendix is not a vestigial organ. It does have uh, an immune function. And, you know, again, once, once, the, once these cascades are triggered, and, you know, but where does that start? Well, you know, if, if they're talking that biofilms... Um, Kirsch doing a gig, gig with Kevin McKernan tomorrow, is that right? I don't know. Um, I hope so. Would be good. All right, so we've got to appendectomy. Uh, yeah. Formation of pathogenic alpha-synuclein in the gastrointestinal tract may be mediated by rotanone exposure, amyloidogenic bacterial proteins, or infection. Spontaneous alpha-synuclein misfolding or other mechanisms. Recent studies identifying alpha-synuclein expression in EECs lining the lumen of the gut offer one possible route of spread to the myenteric plexus and or the submucosal plexus, which often contain Lewy bodies in PD patients. From these plexuses, alpha-synuclein is able to propagate and spread into autonomic nervous system. And you've got a very pared down um, nervous system schematic there and um, each each one of those routes I think is available for or, or, or could be targeted right? and it, again it'll depend on the subject and where the exposure has happened as to how the propagon invades the nervous system and the what's the what's the cost going to be and how how is that nine sigma run looking with respect to dementia patients going to continue um all the time let's see ah oh, mordambine says uncle had to have his appendix removed after his second jab interesting Interesting. Neuroinvasion to the brain by alpha-synuclein and VCJD prions from the gastrointestinal tract is mediated by both parasympathetic and sympathetic branches of the autonomic nervous system. During parasympathetic spread, alpha-synuclein and VCJD prions reach the dorsal motor nucleus of the vagus nerve in the brainstem by retrograde transport along the vagus nerve. There, the propagation within the brain is mediated through transsynaptic spread, but alpha-synuclein prions follows BRAC staging of disease. A comparable, concise staging of brain pathology for VCJD prions is not available due to their rapid propagation within the brain and relatively smaller number of cases. During sympath sympathetic spread, alpha-synuclein and VCJD prions are retrogradely transported via postganglionic fibers from the ciliac and mesenteric ganglion complex to the ganglia where they undergo transsynaptic transport to reach the splenic nerves. Retrograde transport along the splenic nerves brings alpha-synuclein and VCJD prions to the respective cell bodies of the axonal efferents within the intermediolateral cell column of the spinal cord. 
Within the IML of the spinal cord, VCJD prions spread and ascend along the spinal cord to the brain. This pattern of spread has not yet been described in detail for alpha-synuclein prions. And the IML, alpha-synuclein and VCJD, VCJD prions, God, that's a mouthful, are anterogatally transported via axonal afferents to ganglia within the sympathetic trunk. Although VCJD prions have been detected in the heart, only spreading of alpha-synuclein prions via efferents of the stellate and cervical ganglia has been reported. From there, transsynaptic transport via efferents of these ganglia to the heart has been described. Additional anterior gate transport along efferents from other ganglia within the IML, sympathetic trunk, and the DMV leads to a late and more general spread to additional visceral organs. Iorender.com Interesting. Any way to make figures easier. <laughs> Let's see. On the parasympathetic side, spread of alpha-synuclein through the vagus results in Lewy body pathology in the DMV in the brainstem, resulting in RBD, as discussed earlier. When the DMV alpha-synuclein spreads to the raphae nuclei and locus corelius, and then onto the substantia nigra. And raphae nuclei, I want to say, noradrenergic. Locus corelius is um serotonergic and then substantia nigra is dopaminergic with the loss of dopaminergic neurons play a dominant role in the over motor effects seen in pd patients investigating involvement from the sympathetic branch a detailed analysis of lb distribution in 15 deceased pd patients found lewy bodies in the stellate and sympathetic ganglia as well as the heart of 100 percent of cases mm. These data are consistent with the idea that alpha-synuclein prion spreading through the ANS into the IML mediates the loss of sympathetic innervation to the heart, as, de as detected by MIBG scintigraphy. Notably, the IML is directly connected to the locus cerealis. Is that true? Hmm. I need to I need to look at those uh, as well as the reticular formation, suggesting it is possible that alpha synuclein can reach the brain through the sympathetic branch. However, it's quite rare to find the LB pathology in the spinal cord, but not the brain stem and brain, suggesting that Lewy body spread into the brain is more likely to occur by a parasympathetic branch. In VCJD, PRP-SC inclusions accumulate, accumulate sorry, outside the CNS in a number of secondary lymphoid tissues, including the spleen, palatine tonsils, lymph nodes, ileal pias patches, appendix, and rectum. Immunohistochemical analysis of appendectomy samples in the UK have also revealed the presence of abnormal PRP in healthy individuals, suggesting that they may have subclinical infections. Um, yeah, uh, again, how much... How much subclinical decay have we got going on right now? Quite a bit, I would wager. Based on the demographics of the BSE epidemic and subsequent occurrence of VCJD cases, that's all you uh, supermarket-owned brand burger eaters. 
You know who you are. Uh, incubation periods at infected individuals that may be as long as several decades and may even sparse incubation times for body first PD, which is thought to take up to 20 years. Jesus. Just think about that. And it can take up to 20 years. So you've got a, got a, well, immediate to 20 year window in which to try to disentangle the effects from uh, our synthetic intervention into SARS. Not including the virus itself. Oh dear, no wonder, no wonder they would choose that as an attack vector. More recent transmission studies with tissue homogenates from four VCJD patients to TG mice expressing bovine PRP, which are susceptible to infection with VCJD prions, have shown that considerably more non-CNS tissue types harbor infectivity, albeit at variable lower concentrations, including ovary, oh, sorry, ovary, testes, skeletal muscle, bone marrow, adrenal gland, thyroid, pancreas, salivary gland, kidney, liver, lung, thymus, spleen, and heart. Surprisingly, the same study detected a very similar tissue distribution for sporadic CJD prions by transmission to TG mice expressing human PRP. Now again, why do, why do the mice show such over changes? It's like the humanoid mice showing encephalopathy. Well, you've, you've gone and inserted a non-homologous non peptide and all the other peptides are tuned for the one that you've gone and replaced and that's it's, it's why you might it, it might come on quicker in these uh, knockout knock-in models uh, anyway it's just basically saying it spreads from periphery yeah, we're getting that. <laughs> Within the secondary lymphoid tissues of the gut, VCJD prions are detected in follicular dendritic cells with germinal centers where PRPC is also expressed. Gut-associated lymphoid tissues are highly innovative with sympathetic fibers and PRPC is also expressed in the ENS because only a thin layer of intestinal epithelial cells separates ingested BSE prions from host PRPC in enteric nerve endings. These areas are potential entry sites for BSE prions to the autonomic nervous system. Identification of VCJD prions in sympathetic celiac superior mesenteric and stellate ganglia indicate that VCJD prions retrogradely propagate via efferents of the CMG splenic nerves from the enteric plexus of the gut to the IML in the spinal cord via anterior grade transport from there to stellate and other ganglia in sympathetic trunk. Detection of VCGD, VCGD prions in the heart tissue suggests that they may reach the heart by anterior grade transport via stellate ganglia as seen in body-first PD. On the parasympathetic side, direct evidence for retrograde transport of BSC VCJD prions along the vagus nerve from the enteric plexus of the gut to the DMV in the brainstem is still missing has been hypothesized based on findings in other animal models following peripheral transmission and neuroinvasion of PRPSC. Additionally, detection of PRPSC in the DMV and the vagus nerve of patients with sporadic Creutzfeldt and genetic CJD indicates that the vagus nerve can serve as a conduit for the transport of prions and may do so during the spread of new variant prions originating in the gut. Once variant CJD prions have reached the DMV, Prion pathology is thought to spread more diffusely within the brain. 
variant CG, CJD, and therefore may be less associated with specific anatomical pathways compared to sporadic. There are, of course, other possible routes of neuroinvasion for body-first PD and VCJD, with some similarities and differences between the two. Radio-labeled alpha-synuclein ingested systemically into CD1 mice was able to cross the blood-brain barrier, yeah, rip, right? <laughs> demonstrating that alpha-synuclein may be able to enter the CNS through circulating blood. Right? And this, this would be um, the issue around exosomal spreading of these amyloidogenic peptides. That did me. I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not short shrifting you on the science here, folks. Let's <laughs> see. Kanti says, damn, late, but made alive. I sure could use a distraction. Well, this one's a bit of a black pill for everyone. So <laughs> has the nukes gone off yet? Uh, let's see. Notably, alpha synuclein is expressed at high levels in red blood cells. Um, that's interesting. Uh, supporting the feasibility of systemic spreading injection PFFs into the tongue and the peritoneal cavity also results in disease, as well as alpha-synuclein inclusions throughout the CNS and spinal cord. While the autonomic pathways discussed above may contribute to disease in these animals, it's also quite likely that alpha-synuclein prions use other neuronal routes of entry, as well as direct injection of PFFs into the sciatic nerve of TG mice, resulted in transsynaptic alpha-synuclein prion spreading through dorsal root ganglion and the spinal cord to reach the brain. Now, um, the, the, the take-home message here is that no matter which pathway that they expose, they're seeing the spread and such that it's jumping. It's making the jump across synapses. And this is the, this is the critical feature here. And, you know, why, why that happens, I, you know, I don't think we have really, really good um, models. The, the body wants to communicate, it has to communicate, and the, um, you, you're likely, so if you take um, synaptic transmission, right, so you will have a primary neural transmitter in a synapse, but you'll find a whole suite of other peptides and signaling molecules that go along with the primary um, neurochemical or neurotransmitter. And it may, it may just be that, you know, that the vesicular packing that you get as cell is signaling to what its neighbor or its neighbor, etc., it's just packing up these, um, amyloid fibrils and, and sending them across these, um, these gaps, these stop gaps that would normally in the in the molecular world would be you know you have to think of them as as big big chasms to get across as mentioned earlier variant cjd can also be transmitted by blood transfusion which is why uk blood i think is still barred from international markets maybe they changed that recently they might have changed that recently Transmission of BSE prions to sheep parallels that to humans with regard to the subsequent tissue distribution of infectivity. Transfusion studies using blood components of sheep orally infected with BSE prions have shown that prion infectivity in sheep, sheep sorry, is associated with plasma, platelets, red blood cells, and white blood cells. Again, every, 
every every tissue type is involved here. Moreover, oral transmission studies of mouse-adapted and radio-labeled scrapie prions in C57BL mice have shown scrapie prions can readily cross the intestinal barrier and reach the brain via hematogenous route in quantities that are theoretically sufficient to induce prion replication in the brain without having to propagate along the autonomic nervous system first. Radio-labeled scrapie prions have also been used to demonstrate that PRPSC can readily cross blood-brain barrier. Whether this is also the case for BSE-VCJD prions after oral ingestion or blood transfusion is unclear. I would say at the moment, consider, consider the answer yes, until proven otherwise. However, neuropathological analysis of VCJD brains where transmission likely occurred after oral ingestion does not indicate a spatial relationship between the pathological features of VCJD and blood vessel. This suggests that neuroinvasion most likely occurred via the autonomic nervous system after oral ingestion. Conclusions. Finally. Thank fuck. <laughs> okay, it's not that long. <laughs> In both body-first PD and VCJD, self-templating of either misfolded alpha-synuclein or scrapie prions, respectively, enables the spread of disease from the periphery into the CNS. Once alpha-synuclein and PRPSC prions enter the brain, they are able to propagate and cause the progressive degeneration characteristic of the two disorders. While many routes of neuroinvasion likely contribute to disease pathogenesis, there is strong evidence from both experimental models and human patients that the autonomic nervous system serves as a critical conduit to the brainstem from the gut. Growing number of studies indicate that in a subset of PD patients, alpha-synuclein misfolding originates in the gut, whether spontaneous, induced by changes in the microbiota or other causes, and that spreading from the gut to the CNS is mediated by the autonomic nervous system. Similar data for VCJD indicates the following Per oral, per oral exposure to BSE prions, neuroinvasion of PRPSC can occur via retrograde propagation through both the sympathetic and parasympathetic branches, while less overlap is seen for other pathways into the CNS between the two proteins. The overlapping role of the autonomic nervous system suggests that future research should focus on investigating how neuroinvasion occurs via this mechanism. These important studies will likely yield novel therapeutic targets prevent the progression of both diseases. Yeah, they always say that. All right, so um, I think that's me done. I've been streaming, bloody hell, nearly three hours. Um, I'm going to wrap it up, see what Shogun Rikasu is up to. Then um, yeah, I might take a siesta. It's fucking old today. <laughs> All right, um, let me just check the chat real quick. There's no more donos to uh, recognize. Uh, nukes are sounding quicker. Uh, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> like a like a darn sci-fi horror show. Yeah, yeah, and you know the again, it's this mechanism that I think is was the was the weapons primary target. Right. The everything else, you know, you don't want it. You don't want it showing up in the population via acute respiratory distress, right? You want to seed it into the population, and then you sit back and wait, see how many it takes out. And you know, what are we now? Three years in, and 
<laughs> I still spend uh, a lot of my time scrolling through uh, sudden, sudden deaths, young deaths, uh, early onset Parkinson's, etc. It's, um, it's become part of the landscape now. But you know, the white pill, I guess, is that I, I still think that these things are generally slow. Even even the aggressive prion disorders, yeah, you, know, you get a couple of years at least before uh, before the full onset. And you know what's the? I was thinking the other day that what metric could we look at to to sort of calculate what we could see? So, say for example, Montagnier's and Perez's work. Get the third, the lady third author. Apologize. Um, that they saw essentially 20 times increase cases, right? So it went from one case per year of new variant CJD to 20-something, 20 23. And a couple that were not French, from my recollection. And if that's, if that's where... We're seeing at the Daddy? yes, big boy. Daddy's nearly finished. Then you can use Daddy's computer. Yes. Can't see anything. Can't see the map that much. Oh, but you. Mine is extremely beefy, yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, careful about clicking those dodgy mutton links. They're getting desperate. Have a good night, folks. Um, <laughs> they've lost, man. They're they're on the they're on the receiving end. Uh. And, you know, the the issue now is getting out and informing people about this, these mechanisms. And, you know, let's hope the quercetin and um, what's the other one? Turmeric. Turmeric is the uh, the go to to sort of help uh, stop these um, these pathologies. Um, again, you need to do the proper proper studies but in the meantime until someone like myself does those studies uh i would say throw the kitchen sink at everything all right so thank you to those that have sat through a very long technical stream um check this uh let's do this Thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone. Take care. God bless, and uh, see you uh, for the next next instalment of Crazy Town that the world's become. Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do. I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that little line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these papers. I will fucking kill each fucking kappa, I swear! <laughs> this is not a fucking joke anymore! 
This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they actually playing with. Fuck these chapters. No fucking vaccine or MRA or ever throws you my fucking blood blood. Never! No! I will fucking die! Fucking fighting for my fucking bees and my fucking forefathers and my fucking lineage! Fuck these motherfuckers! All that fire. I like this guy. Send 10.45,000 to turn dead. Let up! 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 Let